Yo, what's up everyone? Coach Matt here, your host and owner of Athletic Beings Training and Apparel. Ladies and gentlemen, today we have another amazing episode with an incredible guest speaker. But first, if you are new to the podcast, this is your very first episode. This is going to be where you're going to hear the ins and outs when it comes down to health and fitness. You'll learn more about training, nutrition, mindset, or you simply just want to get inspired and hear incredible stories of amazing people in the fitness industry, people who have transformed their lives, people who have pushed through mindset roadblocks, lifestyle setbacks, and you want to just learn how you can dominate your fitness journey. You're going to find all that plus more here on the Train How Live Strong podcast. And if you've been tuning in for a while now, but still, ladies and gentlemen, still have not left a review for the show, it would mean the world to me. It's the number one one way you can support this podcast and I love hearing the the value and insights that you guys have on the show. I really do enjoy reading the reviews and I really do enjoy learning more about you guys. You can uh, review us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, but check it out guys. Today we are bringing you an amazing episode with a fantastic guest speaker with an amazing story and just a pure drive to consistently show up for herself, to be her best self, but to also be her best self for her incredible family and just for herself overall. It's crazy what you can do whenever you dedicate yourself to something that you truly want, especially when it comes down to your health and fitness. And if you are struggling with that right now, this is going to be the podcast episode for you. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let's welcome to the show, Miss Megan Deal. You're worth it. You know, you're worth the time to put into something. You know, experiment. Just do something, though. You know, something is better than nothing. And and find something that's enjoyable, something that will be sustainable for you. It The movement, movement is medicine. You know, it'll help you Absolutely. feel better. Hey, everyone. Coach Matt here, and you're listening to the Train Hard Live Strong podcast, where we bring on the top fitness pros, top fitness influencers, motivational speakers, and people who have gone through dramatic transformations And we're all here to inspire you to believe in yourself. If you have not yet, go ahead and check out our website, trainhardliftstrong.com. You can see all the new upcoming guest speakers and all the amazing things coming your way. Welcome to another life-changing episode. another amazing episode here on the train hard live strong podcast today we have an incredible guest speaker and i cannot wait to introduce miss megan deal what's up megan how you doing hey how are you i'm great i'm great it's it's, uh you know obviously whenever i found you i was like dude this girl is so cool and to now have you here it's it's so sick because this is the first time i'm I'm obviously really talking to you like you're seeing me and you know you're hearing my voice and uh we're gonna get into some good stuff today i'm excited to learn more about you for sure right on let's do it Heck yeah. So for everyone who uh, doesn't know who you are, maybe, you know, they're just here for the first time even too. Um, can you give like, like a nice little background story and just kind of how you became, you know, who you are today? Okay. Well, I'm 44. Woo. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm married and I'm a stay-at-home mom to five children. I was an athlete in my youth and I'm sort of going through like a fitness renaissance now in my old age. And mm-hmm. Um, I work out in my basement and then I show you later all the suffering that I went through. <laughs> so I got into weightlifting about four and a half years ago. I joined Alexia Clark's program. Um, mm. I was pretty afraid of weights before cause I didn't want to get big and bulky and manly. And, uh, so that's kind of why I 
steered clear of it for so long. And then um, I just, as I was approaching 40, I knew what I was doing wasn't working anymore. Um, So I'm like, all right, we're going to do this weight training. Hopefully this does not turn out poorly for my physique. And uh, no, it's been good. It was, it's been the best fitness decision I've ever made. And so that's where I'm at now. Four and a half years into weight training. And um, yeah, that's me. And you love it. No, that's great. So what, whenever you say uh, athletics, like in your youth, what sports did you play? Well, I started with swimming when I was four. Um, I also played soccer and softball, uh, volleyball, basketball, gymnastics. And then um, my track coach, uh, he was an all-American hurdler. And he, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, he was a badass. Um, oh. My eighth. My eighth grade year, I was the regional champion in the 1200 meter. And oh, so when sick. I went to high school, yeah, I was a badass back in the day. Yeah, dude, check um, it out. He had been watching me. And so he gave me all this training stuff over the summer. And then as we got ready to start cross country my freshman year in high school, I'm like, I'm going to try out for volleyball. <laughs> oh. And I made the volleyball team. So I played there volleyball. you go. And then he's like, you're going to do indoor track, right? I'm like, oh, yeah. So I try out for basketball. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> basketball team. So I played on the basketball team. He's like, what are you doing? Because, you know, he had been watching me through middle school. And, you know, yeah. I was this little champion that he wanted on his track team. And then uh-huh. I'm like, okay, I'll give you outdoor track. Oh, my so, gosh. Um, you know, so I started out as a distance runner. And then he's like, nah, girl, you're going to do hurdles. And I'm like, oh. No, I'm not. And well, uh, you seem fought. tall. How tall are you? I'm actually five six. Everyone thinks I'm like what? six feet tall. Yeah, I know. It looks like you're like lengthy. Like you're super. I know. Yeah, you it's, look tall. It's crazy. It's, That's weird. It's the badassery in me. It just makes my stature look bigger than what it is. You know. Right. It has to. Dang, no, five six. You said. I'm five six. Wow. Like my yeah. daughter's. My oldest daughter is taller than me. <laughs> so I'm the shortest in my family. Oh my wow. Six four. Yeah. So I mean, around here. In this house, I'm pretty short, but you know, I'm not right. short. Yeah, right, 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 right. But, but yeah. no, I mean, I'm like what an inch or two taller than the average woman. But uh-huh. that's um, crazy. I t- I did think that you're like five ten at least. No, I'm five six. So wow. when you see my hands slapping the ceiling on those burpees, I earned that ceiling. It wasn't <laughs> yeah, just because I could like barely like lift my toes and tap, but I have to jump to reach it. So back off. There you, you know. go. <laughs> look at the vertical, guys. Look at the vertical. Look at, look at the vertical, okay? Pay attention. That's a 44-year-old woman right there. There you go. So, um, so yeah, he put me in hurdles, and um, we fought a lot about it. And then yeah. he's like, listen, quit your other sports and just focus on the hurdles. You can get a scholarship. And I'm like, no way. Okay. So I quit everything, and mm-hmm. I for my sophomore year on, it was just year-round track. Okay. With him training me and he was right. I became my, I had the second fastest time in the state in the 300 meter hurdles. That's crazy. Um, I had lots of colleges courting me. It was great for my ego. And then um, maybe two thirds into my final season, I got stress fractures. Oh, I knew you were going to say I, something like that. I, yep. And I <sighs> kept training on it and I was going to the trainer's office and they would put my leg into one of those ice water whirlpools just to like numb it away and then they put icy hot on it and then tape it like that was gonna fix it and it never got fixed I kept training on it he had me doing some cross training stuff in a pool which isn't 
gonna help with my speed no. and um so he pulled me from a bunch of races my goal is to get 100 medals before the end of my last season of my yeah. senior year and yeah. i ended up with 96 because i didn't get to compete oh in like right four meets or so four or five meets and i would yeah. have like surpassed it by maybe 10 or 15 medals Hell and yeah. um yeah so Crazy. i was warming up and when the championship meet started and i went over the first hurdle just warming up and i heard a crack like i literally heard are you crack. serious no so i'm way. like it's over it's over and i went and i told my coach he yelled at me <laughs> and uh it, that was it and so the the two colleges i had narrowed my choices down to one of them was still willing to work with me and the other one was like well you can still walk on and i'm like i gotta pay for college somehow oh my so i gotta gosh. work so yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a i'm a could have been would have been should have been I'll so. some stupid f fractures dude that's yeah crazy. and that's actually one of the reasons why i got into weight training because i'm like well yeah, my yeah. bones are so brittle because mm -hmm. they kind of were back then i was chronically injured Right. Um, I'm not injured much now. I mean, I, I had some lower back issues early, like last week because I did something on a deadlift and, uh -huh. you know, but, and my knee will occasionally hurt. Sometimes my wrist will hurt, but it is yeah. nothing compared to the pain I had in my teens. Right. And, um, so part of the reason I got into weight training was to help kind of fortify my bones, you know, because right. I'm, yeah. I'm not trying to be on a, you know, in a wheelchair as I age, I want to be able to. You know, if I got to do burpees to get down the street, I will do them. <laughs> I will know? freaking do them. No, that's crazy. That's that's scary because those those fractures, you know, obviously it's weakening the bone even more. So that's this is why you see like people, athletes, whenever they do like a hard stop or, you know, or they're doing like a jump, something that you would think like, how do you even break their leg? Like, how do that even happen? But it's because these fractures and they're weakening the bone mm -hmm. to the point to where you are doing something and what seems like it wouldn't be a lot of pressure because you're used to it is a lot of pressure on that specific bone, you know? Yeah. And then, and then boom, you hear a crack or whatever. So that's, that's crazy, dude. Seriously. Yeah. The, the orthopedic surgeons that I went to said that if I kept running, I was going to shatter my tibia and I'm like, See? I'm a, nope. I'm a keep running because yeah. it's my last season and yeah. they were almost right. Luckily it didn't shatter, but it, was it about definitely to. cracked. <laughs> it was about to. <laughs> That is crazy. Ooh. Well, yeah, that's so, well, a good thing that you were, you know, aware. So it seems like you were always kind of pretty aware of your body. Like you, you understood, you know, what specific things were and what they meant. And, you know, um, and it seems like you also know how to push your limits. Like obviously in high school where we just do things because we see like a huge exit and, you know, coach is saying, dude, you keep doing this, you can get scholarships or whatever. So we just kind of push and, you know, the, the teenage body is pretty resilient. You know, it's, it's mm -hmm. the joints are very flexible depending on if you were, you know, if you have any health issues or disorders with bones or joints or whatever, um, and depending on how long you've been in sport too. But um, definitely one thing that I've seen too with like young athletes too, is whenever there's weight training involved, there's a lot of less injury whenever they're doing the actual sport. Yeah. I wish I had done it sooner. Yeah. Honestly. But well, I did like some kind of crap type of weight training. It wasn't much, but it was more than what I had ever done my senior year. And mm -hmm. everything improved like yeah. overnight. Yes. And it was like not even heavy weight, but everything improved. Mm -hmm. So if I could do it all over again, I would have done weight training my freshman year. Yeah. So, no, yeah. Yeah. I totally agree to you. Cause I started training when I was 13. So, well, 13. Yeah. When I was 13, turning 14. So my birthday's in August. So I was ending freshman year, going into sophomore year of high school. 
that's when I started training. But I started training because I was like a super thin guy and I wanted to like, I played lots of sports too, like you. But when I played sports, I would always get like pushed around. Like it was so hard for me to kind of keep up with the other dudes and I hated it. So I wanted to train to get bigger. And uh, so mm-hmm. then I did. And then by the time senior year was over, I was, I started at 132 and then I went to 185 was my heaviest in high school. Um, wow. Yeah, but it was like, it was more of just You junk. made some gains. Yeah, but it was That's junk. Yeah, I'm telling you, like, yes, I was getting like a little bit stronger, but like my day was like no breakfast, no lunch, slam some Taco Bell before the gym, take some pre-workout, work out, and then go home and then eat a bunch of crap Oof. again and repeat that seven days out of the week. So it was like, you know, newbie well, we gains. we could do it back then. <laughs> yeah, so it was like, but now I look back, I'm like, oh my God, I can't even, yeah, I can't. I, I That would be just ugh, to me now, you know? Yeah. But- but yeah, that's nuts. So then, you know, then you go on with life and da, 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 da. when did you have your first kid? Um, when I was 28, almost 29, mm-hmm. um, we had been married for seven years and then we're like, okay, it's time. time um, and, uh, I had never had to lose weight in my life. Okay. You know, this is the first time I've ever been pregnant and oh my gosh, I never even looked at a calorie count before cause I'd never had a weight issue. Right. Um, so I'm like, we're going to have two hot cocos from Starbucks a day. And looking back, holy crap, that was like 1,300 calories a day. Yes. And Seriously. hot cocoa, I was like slamming it back. Your girl gained like 50 pounds. <laughs> in, in, in your first pregnancy? In my first pregnancy, it was awful. Like, I okay. remember at night, you know, when I'm trying to switch positions, my hips wouldn't work right <laughs> like oh my I gosh yeah i had to like use other parts of my body to flip my body over because my hips just stopped like, working. like using They're momentum like... you're like trying to <laughs> <I> know. <laughs> like, woo. yeah that's Three, crazy here we go. so um <laughs> it sucked i i was in so much pain my body does not want to be 50 pounds heavier than normal oh and gosh. when she was i mean yeah i made some bad choice right um right. And then I'm like, well, everyone said, you know, the weight will just kind of melt off. And so she was born and I'm like, oh, this is awful. So it didn't melt the off. Aftermath, it didn't melt off. I mean, some of it, I lost like 30 pounds, but I still had 20 well, like, pounds to go when she was right. six months old. I'm like, I remember walking through Target and uh-huh. I looked and I saw like Spanx or something like that. You know, those like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, where they kind of like hide everything. And I had, I sat there for a moment and I'm like, well, maybe you should just get Spanx. Uh-huh. And I'm like, wait a second. Why did you just lose it? Why do you want to like <laughs> squeeze it into something? You know, like right, right, right. lose it. And so that was like the turning point for me. She was six months old. I had 20 pounds to lose. And I'm like, girl, you got to do something. This isn't going away by itself. And, you know, up to that point, all my working out was like, with a coach. I didn't know what to do. Mm. You know, I've never had right. to lose weight before. So I Googled um fastest, most effective workouts because I wanted to do something that was actually going to make a difference. Right. And make a difference fast. Mm-hmm. Um luckily I didn't destroy everything through that pregnancy because when I got serious, I I literally chose the workouts I was going to do and I repeated the same freaking workouts mm-hmm. uh-huh. the entire time. Uh-huh. Um it was like three days a week. Um, it was hit and Tabata workouts and I, oh, I limited those. my calories and then I lost all 20 pounds in two months. There you so, go. 
Let's go. Yeah, like it, it was like my body was like, oh, thank you. Thank you. Right. You know, right. Right. And it was back to normal. And I just I stuck with hitting Tabata mm-hmm. through until I got pregnant again. I took it all the way through to maybe 38, 39 weeks. And then okay. my husband was like, wow. You should maybe take a break. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, never, never. And so for the next baby number two, I only gained 25 pounds. You know, baby number three, it was like 27 pounds. Baby number four was about 28. And baby number five, it was like 28 and a half, 29. (gasps) So I never went beyond 29 pounds for the next four babies. I did hit and Tabata all of them it was probably not oh my gosh like i didn't tell my doctors what i was doing i'm like it's my body my choices so yeah um, and you obviously knew what you're doing you listen to your body of course obviously yeah i mean like i'm not doing squat jumps you know 20 seconds on 10 seconds off with yeah. you know with an eight month you know yeah. belly sticking right, out right right oh my right. gosh <laughs> you know those those tendons start to hurt i'm not doing that oh my gosh um, yeah no but i would yes. modify stuff i'd pull the intensity down i mean the hardest part yeah. was actually with the fifth baby we were in the dc area and then we uh, moved to colorado so i went so, from like i don't mm, know maybe a hundred in altitude yeah to almost seven thousand feet in altitude Jeez. holy crap i could not breathe for like a month so i gave myself like two weeks to acclimate Right, right, right. And then right. I started working out. I was dying. I couldn't breathe. I'm like, I hope this baby's getting oxygen because we're still going. Because <laughs> I'm not getting any. Because <laughs> I'm not getting any. So she's probably not getting any. Um, That's crazy. So, you know, and I stuck with those same workouts until, let's see, she's about to turn six. Mm-hmm. So I did them for about a year and a half. And then I could tell that I needed to do something more because it wasn't, I don't know. I felt like I was getting kind of fat in some areas. And, okay, okay. Um, so I went online. I'm like, I don't know what I, to do. And then I just stumbled ac- across Alexia and I tried one of her Instagram workouts. And I was like, oh my gosh, she, I had my it. butt handed to me. There you like, go. She kicked, she kicked my ass. Yeah. It yeah. was like the first time I'd ever done a Bulgarian split squad in my life. I like had Ooh. never even heard of one. Right, right. I'm like, oh my gosh, that hurts. <laughs> I'm like, this is the answer. And so I signed up like later that day and I've been with her for four and a half years. She's my girl. I'm not leaving her, you know? There you she, go. Yeah. Her workouts are hard. And you know what? I could barely do a Bulgarian split squat when I started, like body weight. Uh-huh. Your your girl's PR is 100 pounds for 10 reps on each leg. There so, you go. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, it's weird because I'm like stronger in Bulgarian split split squats than yeah. I am in regular back squats. I feel like I, I feel more secure doing them than right. I do on a back squat. So I don't know why. Hmm. That's, that's not normal. Yeah. Well, I, I think I think it's just weight distribution, you know, and just isolation. I think it's like one, you know, like a yeah. like a crazy compound multi joint. It's like it's kind of scary sometimes too. You know, you put that barbell on your back, and it's like, you know, you, know. you both your legs can, you know, we work together. They can be really strong, you know. So it's like, you know, it gets a little bit difficult, and obviously just the whole motion of it. It's like a, a lot more different. Not a lot more different, but every squat has a different variation, you know. Yeah, yeah. So that that's sort of how I found my way to where I'm at now. That's crazy, yo. So, first kid, you after that you start getting into regular hit Tabata, start doing those things, and you, it seems like you did that for a span of a few years, right? Yeah. Well, let's see. Um, Sage is almost sixteen, and so so okay, like ten, and, mm, like six, seven years. Yeah. Right. Okay. And then I okay. switched it over. 
Right. And then, and you know now, what? I I'll, still get hit in my workouts now. Yeah. It's just with weights, you know? Exactly. Or, exactly. or she'll, t- she'll like throw burpees in there or whatever. So, yeah. You're like, great. Okay. But great burpees. <laughs> I love burpees. Um, I actually don't hate burpees. I hate okay. burpees. I, I hate those fucking things. It's like, it's such a <laughs> exhausting movement. Like, it's mm-hmm. you want me to fall down to the floor all the way, and then you want me to just explode back up and then jump. Like, that is, you know, and then to do it for repetitions and then do it for time and then rest minimal and then uh, add it with something else. Like, dude, burpees will mess someone up. You know, my heart rate flies I, quick. No, I like, I'm on the edge of a heart attack for real. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> we did one workout one time where there's like, I don't know, somehow we, I ended up doing like over 300 burpees in that workout. You see what I'm saying? That's insane. Like, Alexia, she will slide them in. You think you're like not doing as much as you are. And then you sit back and you recalculate what you did. No, she, she was savage. Yeah. She was so, like, we're doing 300, but I'm not letting them know we're doing 300. I'm not going to let them know they're doing 300, <laughs> but they're going to be doing 300. So. That's, that's insane. Yeah. So whenever, you know, you, you got into weight training and you had like this fearful mindset kind of right of like, if I lift weights, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get bulky. So mm-hmm. when did, when did that mindset kind of shift? Like when did you kind of start seeing like obviously results and, but the results were different than what you expected whenever you were doing weight training? Yeah. Um, well, when I first started, I did not push the weights, you know, like my upper body was so weak. Right. Um, Eased into it. So like, I, I just, I, kept the weights kind of low i didn't try to push them i mean i'm still getting my butt handed to me the way she structures these things you could do it all body weight and you'll still walk away crying a little bit right um (laughs) it's just sweat i promise it's just sweat (laughs) it's It's in my eyes eyes. (laughs) (laughs) um i just i about maybe four to six and i i'm so mad at myself because i didn't take any pictures Cause I didn't even think to, I didn't have this fitness account when I started. Right. Right. Um, right. so I just noticed immediately, like my hamstring area, like uh-huh. filled in, like, I don't know what was there before. I didn't think it was bad. I was in good shape. Right. Going, well, I thought I was in good shape going into it. Then right. Alexia was like, no nah, girl, you are not in good shape. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> she makes you realize you ain't in the shape you think you're in. Right. Right. 300 burpees um, later. <laughs> 300 burpees later. Um, but I found like my, the, my hamstring area filled in and my core got really like Jack, like my obliques, especially just, uh-huh. it all went out of control within four to six weeks. And then, mm-hmm. um, after that, I just, I kind of got bigger for a while. And I, I was, I didn't love it, but I knew it was the right choice. Right. Cause you felt so, you were paying attention to how you felt, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I okay. just, I didn't love that my clothes were getting a little tighter. Yeah. Um, but you felt strong, and energized, I, maybe, or? Yeah, yeah. I, I knew it was the right answer. I, I, I was doing it for bone density loss. I wasn't yeah. going to just walk away from it just because. Oh, you're not a size tiny anymore. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. you're just a small. Mm-hmm. And um, so I remember going out to eat with my husband on my birthday, and I'm like, you know, I'm getting bigger. I don't love it, but. I'm just, you know, whatever the consequences be damned, I'm going to just stick with it, you know? And I actually leaned out again and then I bulked up and then I leaned out. And so I don't, I don't know what's going on. I don't count calories or macros or anything. I just, yeah, I saw that. Um, I try to be healthy, but I got five kids. I don't drink any alcohol at Uh all. So I need a vice and my vice is 
sugar, and <laughs> I will I will eat the sugar every day, and um, so my diet's not perfect. So I don't know why my body has bulked up and then it it leans out and then it bulks and it leans. Um, uh-huh. I don't I don't know what's going on. Like the last time I took um, uh, progression shots yeah. was in January. And then I compared them to last summer and like, okay, my booty got bigger, right. but my waist got smaller. So uh-huh, I don't uh-huh. know how that happened. I'm, I'm not mad. I'm not mad about it. Whatever's happening. Wanna, <laughs> whatever's happening is going well. Um, right. I'm trying to pause the booty gaze. Like, can we like maintain? So I haven't <laughs> can we been, just stay here? <laughs> can we just like stay at the spot? So I like lowered my my weights too over the last six to nine months because uh-huh. i just haven't been in the mood to completely destroy myself you know yeah, i just yeah, yeah. kind of want to focus more on the form let's see if we can get deeper on those squats and yeah so i threw out weights like okay. not uh, like the, the idea that i have to go a certain amount of okay weight. okay gotcha so i'm focusing more on the form and because of that it's like my booty gains are getting out of control i'm like no 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 <laughs> What's you agree? Yeah. Uh, yeah. My husband's like, yeah, this is great. I'm like, no, stop. You're like, no. <laughs> so he'll come home with a milkshake for the booty game. Yeah. Like, get, get that away from me. So, booty games. Um, yeah, I, uh, you fix your form and you still make gains even if you lower your weights. So, it's because the glute is in such an incredible muscle. Like that, that thing is just. You know, it's once people start to figure out how to utilize it and how to fire it up and how to use it in a squat or how to use it in like a lunge or a split squat. And whenever you understand that your glute is like such a strong mover, then, you know, I feel like after you figure that out, then second nature just can be like, oh, well, I'm always going to activate it no matter what. So yeah. you, you're going to keep activating it. It's going to continue to get stronger or develop more, or lean out more or whatever. And, you know, so it's like no matter how what angle you want to take, you're just going to stick with the booty gains is what's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's gonna You're going to have to be okay with it. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm not mad about it. I'm just, you know, I'm not trying to look like Kim Kardashian. That would not look natural on me. Like what I got is natural. Let's just stick with Let's that. Let's just stick so, with that. Dude, that's funny. Maintain. So, yeah. yeah. That's great. And then, so obviously you, you do all these things, right? And, and people who know who you are and they follow you or whatever, they see your stories, you know, you're always moving, you're hustling, you're doing your workouts and you're grinding. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of like positivity and you can see that you're driven in what you're doing. Like you actually want to do this for for a specific reason for yourself. Right. Um, and you having obviously five kids, I, I know time can be really stretched out pretty thin because obviously you have all these, you know, mouths to feed and people to take care of. And they need you because they need their mom. And, you know, wh- how do you find time in your day to do so? Because there's people out there that have one kid, right, two kids and they make the excuse of, and everyone has different lifestyles, but you know, yeah. there's always the excuse of, I don't have enough time, but then you have other people that have, you know, five kids, they have their own company, they're going to school and somehow they can find 30 minutes in their day to do a, a workout. So for you, how do you find time in your day to be a mom for five kids, be there as a wife, take care of the, you know, what you take care of and then also give time for yourself. Um, I wake up before everyone it's awake. Right. It's dark outside. It's really early. And I try to get my workouts started by about 5am. There you go. So I do it before they're awake. Yeah. So yeah. I sacrifice sleep to get it done. To get it done. 
That's so awesome. there will be nothing that can get in the way. Nothing can derail the workout. Um, mm-hmm. 5am is the way to do it for me. You know, there's six kids, there's two puppies, there's a husband. I got to get it done before any of them are in the way. Yeah. So See, that's what I do. Right. When did you like really, when did you really kind of, have you always been training at that, at that time? Like even with just one kid, two kids, like, or did this kind of escalate to the point to where, you know what, I got no time to do anything later. I have to do it at this time. Uh, I, I chose to do it from the start early on. I mean, before I had kids, I had a career and I did like half ass exercise bike, you know, a stationary bike and an elliptical and I do it after I got home from work and mm-hmm. by then it's like 7 30 at night and then when I had kids you know I wasn't going to work anymore I quit my job I gave up my career and right um so it just made sense to do it before they're awake yeah so that there were no distractions that there weren't you know there's nothing more irritating than dying in the middle of the workout and then having to stop to go get <laughs> something for a kid you know what I mean it like ruins right. the momentum and uh, I'm in the zone. I need to stay in the zone. Right. Right. Derail- I mean, I'll goof off a bit during my workouts if I'm like in a mood and. Well, because you gotta stay. You gotta stay sane. You too, have to you have know? some fun. You know, it's yeah. not just. I mean, suffering just to suffer sucks. You know. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> you have to find some joy in it too, and so yeah. yeah, for me, it just made sense. It just nothing. The day can't get in the way then. Yeah. You know, because a million things can go wrong. Yeah, I, during the absolutely. day to keep you from getting it done. So I get up before everyone's up. It sucks. I'm tired. I'm really tired. And people are like, you have so much energy. I'm like, no, 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 no. I, I, I hit the wall by 6.30 a.m. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm dying the rest of the day, but I got my workout done. Yeah, see, there you go. That's great. Well, what do you think uh, training in the morning before everybody wakes up? What do you think that does for you as, as a mom? Do you feel like it helps you be more like just mental clarity do you feel like it gives you more energy to be there for your kids like do what does it do for you as a mom it's like self-care you know everyone's like self-care self-care um i just i need it for my mental health um i gave up everything for my children you know i had a career and i i went on maternity leave and i never came back after my first one was born and um i feel like it's the only thing that's all mine anymore you okay. know, I, I helped my husband get his career off the ground. And mm. now this is mine. My yeah. workouts are mine. It's, I feel like, um, I, I was given something back with Alexia's workouts. You know, I was given back my athleticism. Yeah. Uh, that's like kind of what I identified as, as a child, you know, I was always very athletic. I was total show off as a uh-huh. kid, you know, <laughs> give me a, well, crowd. yeah, damn near a hundred medals. Come on. I know, you know, your girl likes to be a winner. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, when, when I went off to college and I didn't get to run in college because I was injured and then, oh my gosh, I broke my collarbone a few months oh after my. I got to college. Yeah. Yeah. I deserved it. I was being a jackass, but, um, <laughs> just, you know, it's karma, huh? It's instant. It is karma. And I, <laughs> you know, I lost part of myself, you know, and then I had a career and then, so that was sort of giving me back some competitiveness because I was in business development. And so there's some okay. competitiveness about that. And then um, when I had my first kid, I just felt kind of lost, you know, motherhood yeah. on its own can be hard, you know, yeah. it's kind of an isolating and, you know, mm-hmm. situation. 
Um, it's hard to pack up the kids and leave the house. Sometimes it's just easy just to stay home. Yeah. You know, yep. so you don't socialize as much as you thought you might. And yeah. just, you know, some days I just took the easier route and just stayed home. Yeah. And so I sort of lost myself. And so Alexia kind of gave me back something that I lost yeah. as a mom. And so that's why I keep with the workouts because it's, it's the only thing that's all mine, you yeah. know? Yeah. No one can take that from me. I mean, unless right. I injure myself, but I will still keep working out. Um, yeah. I've only missed like two workouts in four and a half years. So, and it's five workouts a week. So if I'm sick, I'll still work out. I'll take the intensity down. Yeah. Um, if I'm injured, I'll just work around the injury a little mm. bit. You know, mm. I'll pull weights down. Um, I had a knee issue last year, the year before that oh, it just sucked. It kind of, I couldn't even do a Bulgarian split squat with no weights because the pain was too much and so oh, okay. i worked re like it took me about yeah. three weeks to be able to get back on weights on that so you know I, I was just very careful i did a lot of body weight stuff until it was feeling better and so mm -hmm. so nothing's going to stop me from getting yeah. these workouts in and i mean i'll be honest my motivation isn't there most of the time like half the time i'm like Dude, this sucks same, i want to stay in bed yeah, I just want to stay in bed, but I'm like, no, I don't want to deal with the regret later yeah. on for not doing it. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, even though I don't always love to do it, I will cling to it with everything in my being because it's just mine. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's no, mine. absolutely. <laughs> so. No, absolutely. And I think that's that's a great piece that everyone should take, you know, and and. You know, obviously, I talk about it a lot, and I've interviewed a lot of people, and that motivation is just, it's its quick, you know? Some days you're, some days I wake up, I'm super pumped, yeah? Like, I'm like, I'm, I'm, for some reason, I'm excited to train. And and don't get me wrong, I love training. I get there, I start moving, and, and it feels great. The barbell feels amazing, and I feel the blood starts rushing, you start getting the pump or whatever, and you start sweating or whatnot, and then you start feeling accomplished, you know? And sometimes some workouts you don't ever get that. And at the very end, you just feel accomplished because you did the workout, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, but I think it's, you know, very important to just understand that we're not always amped up to do a lot of stuff, but like you have to do the things that you have to do in order to achieve something that you want, you know? Um, and there's always that, you know, there's this saying, I forget, I always forget this dude's name, but you know, he says basically don't get mad at, at the results that you didn't get because of the work you didn't do. So, yeah. you, you know, if you are obviously, not doing the work you're always going to be complaining about how you feel about you mm -hmm. hurt here or you don't fit in your dress or you don't fit in your jeans or you don't fit in this and that and you have to get bigger clothes now and you're going to keep you know dealing with those emotions if you don't take action to do so you know and and you took the action and another thing too i want to point out about your entire story is it, it took you a, a quite a bit of, of like a good journey of a good time to find this Alexia workout that actually makes you feel good. It makes you feel great. And now you're getting results that you like. There's, you know, and you were still training with the other kids too. You know, your first pregnancy, second pregnancy, third pregnancy, whatever, you were still doing your thing. And then now after all of them, you found something that works for you. There's people that are going to be listening right now that are moms and, you know, they're on their first kid or second kid and they're, you know, frustrated. They're trying to figure out what it is. And maybe even after two kids later, they finally find what it works for them, you know? And I think the important part is that you just keep showing up. Like you keep yeah. searching, you keep searching for what that is. That's going to help you. And obviously I'm pretty sure there's been plenty of times you're like, I just want to quit. I'm, you know, I, I feel done with this. And, you know, I don't understand how it feels like to be 
a mom, you know, but I, I am a parent too. And, and it, I understand that it does get frustrating sometimes because you give up a lot of what you, who you are to that person that is not your child. And obviously you have five, I have one. So that's, that's a big difference, but you know, as a mom, they, they need you. So you're having to give mm-hmm. all that for them. So for you to find time to find what makes you happy and to find time that what not just makes you happy emotionally, but like giving back to your body too. So you can be there for a longer period of time for your kids. You know, I think that's all, all one big circle that people need to pay attention to. And I think that's a big thing that, you know, obviously you're always head down grinding, you know, and I don't even know if you take a second to sit back and think how far I've come, you know, even if something as small as me training in the morning, like you've come a long way. And I think that's something that you should be proud of. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm very happy with how it's going, you know, I mean, you know, I was a badass athlete back in the day. I'm in better shape now. I mean, I can't run as fast as I could back then, but right, right. Um, I'm, I'm ripped now compared to right. back then. I mean, I had yeah, abs you, back then, but my yeah. abs are more ripped now post right. five kids. So yeah, crazy. I'm not dude. mad about it. Yeah, so. no, that's insane. That's insane. Um, and so, and the, you know, I and I'm in my mid forties too, right. so I know. And that's one of the things I'm like, okay, well, you're supposed to lose muscle as you get old. So that booty's going to go down. So don't you worry, girl. Don't you worry. So just keep building that sucker. You, you just keep building it sucker. for the loss that's coming. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows, man? You might be still shredded lean as hell building that peach still. And you'd be like, you know, in your 70s still. So you just keep. Well, that's what I'm hoping. That's the dream, you know? Yeah. It's an, it's an investment in my future. I want to, you know. I want to be that badass who's 80 years old who finally exactly. decides to get a gym membership just so I can walk in there and show all the 20-somethings <laughs> how to do it. You know what I mean? I've been doing this for years, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Back it up. Let me show you how to do a Bulgarian split squat. <laughs> oh, man. No, that's awesome. Yeah, seriously. What um, do you have, like, what What are some goals you have right now for yourself? Do you, like, do you, are there certain things you want to achieve when it comes down to fitness and yourself and um, do, you, do you have certain challenges that you want to do for yourself? Like, or you know, obviously training is always competing against yourself. So like how you, how are you kind of bringing the edge to yourself? Like, is, was there specific goals you want to achieve? You know, it's more lifestyle for me. I did want to like get better at my pull-ups and I was working on those for a while, but then it became like a head game for me. Uh, and I was yeah. getting frustrated. You know, I was able to do like four unassisted and then COVID hit and Alexia stopped programming programming them in yeah um i think because she, she was trying to modify everything so right, right, everyone right, could do right. it since all the gyms got shut down and yeah um that's the cool thing about alexia she like is aware of what's going on and so mm. she'll adjust the whole program for everybody right so like in that whole time i've never repeated a workout so yeah, she yeah. it's it's fresh every single day She's and the so one that I, had the the surgery, right? She had like the, yeah, her, her intestines yeah, she, twisted. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's intense. So I knew dude. something was wrong when, like, we didn't get the normal email, and yeah. you know, my radar went up. I'm like, something's wrong, you know, yeah. and that all went down because yeah. I've been with her for so long, and then we found out later what was going on. It was terrifying. I'm glad she lived through that, dude. But, that's like um, I, I've seen that a lot with different even athletes and you think that you're so fit right like how the hell but like that's just something that just they intertwine randomly happens yeah Yeah. there's no preventing it there's nothing you can do to stop it it just happens so there's so much pressure in there so there's no room yeah nothing i know besides a kid for you guys (laughs) yeah (laughs) a lot of kids for me um 
but so she, she took pull-ups out for a while and I lost all my progress because I didn't keep up with it. That's one yeah. of those things you have to keep doing. Absolutely. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to work on them again. And then I had, I had put on some muscle weight, you know, not uh-huh. weight, weight, but like uh-huh. muscle weight. And so I was weighing he- more trying to do pull-ups on a heavier body. Got it. And so I got to like two on a, and I was just so frustrated with the whole thing. And I said, uh-huh. screw it. Who cares? Just walk Whatever. away. We're just going to do it with a light assist for a while. And yeah. so I, I stopped putting the pressure on myself to get better at them. And then I did that for maybe five months or so. And like a few weeks ago, I'm like, okay, let's, let's just try an unassisted just to see. And then I got three. Oh, so, damn. So I'm like, okay. So I'm, I try not to put pressure on myself because then it kind of, I don't yeah. know. I get too competitive about it that it becomes a head game if I can't do it. And then it's just nothing but frustration. And so yeah. my main goal is just to get the movement in. There you you know, some, some days I don't want to get up, Yeah. you know, and I'm like, just get the movement in, just mm-hmm. get the movement in, work on the form, yeah. form and movement. That's yep. really just my main focus. Get the uh, form looking good and just get the movement in. That's great. Yeah. Seriously. And, and to add on top of that too, you know, it's hard to train from home sometimes because you are home, you know, I can just sleep, you know, and I can push it to, mm-hmm. if I got it, if I want to be in the gym by five, I can wake up at five, you know, but and in I think that's incredible discipline too. And because I have a home gym myself, you know, and I train all my mm-hmm. clients through there. Um, and you know, people all they ask me a lot. You know, how do you even? Because obviously you're in a gym, you see other people, and they motivate you mm-hmm. or whatever, or, or you're with gym buddies or whatever too. You know, and you know, so like they ask me, how do I find the motivation to train inside of a gym by myself? You know, like there's no one there to hype me up, none of that stuff. And I used to always train with people. Like in the army, I trained my buddies all the time. We'd always go in a group and we hang out. We lift weights and PRs and screaming and this and that chalk mm-hmm. everywhere. So it's like fun, you know. And then you, now I don't have that. So like, how do I stay motivated to to go to the gym and train when it's just right there? And there's obviously no heater because it's in the garage. So it's cold right now in Houston. Oh, yeah. So like, you know, it's, it's, well, I put a heater myself, you know, but it takes a little bit to warm up. But, you know, then it's just like you said, it's you're trying to it's a constant improvement for yourself because obviously yesterday was yesterday like my workout yesterday was good cool but like what am i gonna do today about my next workout or tomorrow about my next workout so it's like a constant you know strive to be the best version of yourself i think that's what Mm kind of just keeps me going so when i'm in the gym and i take per workout too so that kind of amps me up as well but Mm -hmm. um you know other than that you know i'm in the gym and i'm focusing on just me like you said this is like my me time i can i can literally apply pain to myself voluntarily to create a positive outcome. And I think that to me is yeah. great. And that's why I keep showing up. Yeah, totally. I totally get it. I'm a lone wolf, so I don't necessarily need people. I, I kind of prefer to do it by myself. Yeah. Um, but like Instagram's my hype machine, you know, people yeah. are like the community is awesome here. Yeah. Everyone's been very supportive and cool about it. I I was nervous when I started my fitness account because I had no You're idea doing great. Me. You're doing fantastic. I love what you put out there. It's so positive and it's like upbeat. It's all that good stuff. Well, and I like to be real about it too. You know, some people are like, yeah, this is awesome. I'm like, no, this sucks. This move <laughs> sucked. I, you can't see the pain on my face, but it all sucked. Right. I hated every second of it. You know, I, I'm not going to pretend like every workout I love. Like I loved my workout yesterday. Yeah. It was awesome. I knew I was going to love it. The way she 
put it together, I knew it was going to be awesome. Yeah. Today's, I knew it was going to suck. I wasn't going to like it as much. <laughs> um, so it, it sucked a little bit. Um, yeah. I did it, but I didn't love it. Right. Um, but like my, my husband was the one who pushed me to start my Instagram. And I'm like, I don't know. Nobody's going to care about some housewife working out in our basement, you know? Yeah, but see, and, now you're on a podcast, dude. Heck yeah. I know. I've done a few of these. So see, I know, there you go. The whole five kids, six abs thing. Literally. Uh, you made it. Like, <laughs> I made it. Uh, but, you know, I was so nervous when I started it because I didn't know what my form looked like. I had yeah. no idea because I didn't have mirrors in my room. Uh-huh. And I didn't have, I wasn't recording. So I had no clue. <laughs> so yeah, right, right, right. I was really, you know, I felt very vulnerable putting it out there. And, yeah. you know, I'm not doing myself up. I look like hell during those workouts. I'm like rolling, like it's authentic. So uh, <laughs> I am not, I'm not pretty when I'm doing those workouts. My hair uh-huh. is pulled back out of my face. There's no makeup. My outfits are on point. All right, just pay else. attention to the outfits. Look at the outfit. Just look at the outfit. Don't look at my face. <laughs> you're going to unfollow me. If you look <laughs> that closely. It's going to scare right. you. It scares me. Um, but like, just, I was happy to see that my form wasn't terrible. Right. But recording has really helped me to kind of tweak things here and there. And I'm not a trainer and I could yeah. be doing things completely wrong, but I don't think I am. Mm. Um, I've had a few people who have been willing to help me with a few things that I really appreciated that helped me fix a few things that I couldn't figure out on my own. Yeah. Um, but the whole community has been really good for hyping me, you know? Yeah. Heck yeah. So I'll, I'll suffer by myself and then I'll show you the suffering later and then everyone claps for me, you know? So it's like, <laughs> thank you. you yeah. Know? Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm still that 17 year old girl that just wants the accolades and the medals around her neck. You know, <laughs> there you go. That's awesome. Totally Whatever just, keeps you pumped up, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm a little bit of a show off. And so it it's nice. Just in athletics, nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't show off in anything else. Just athletics. Right. That's crazy. <laughs> so so before I ask you one more thing, um, if people right now want to ask you a question or just reach out and you know say, you know, thanks for explaining this and that. It was so good to hear this episode and you know, you explaining your story and your experiences and this and that, where's the best place for our listeners to find you? Well, I'm on Instagram. You can find okay. me at Mega Mega Mom Fit. So it's just M E G A M O M F I T. Just one word, easy. And that's, so cool. um, that's where I hang. That's uh-huh. where all the cool kids hang. So um, that's that's where you can hit me up. You know, nice. It's cool because it's, it's it's Mega Mom, like Mega. Yeah, it's yeah. a play on my name too. So. Yeah, exactly. That's why it's Get so it? dope. Megan, yeah. Mega, Mega, so. Mom, Fit. That's perfect. Yeah. That's so cool. It makes sense. It's like pithy and to the point. Yeah, and relevant. You know. What yeah, I mean? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That's There's so my cool. marketing coming into play there. <laughs> so, <laughs> so for for any, we'll say we'll spe- specify it to moms. For any mom right now that has you know one, two, three, four, multiple kids, one kid they're trying to find you know that just that kind of like drive or motivation to stick with something they're trying to figure out what it is and obviously you know after having a kid or during the pregnancy or even years after sometimes you just lose touch with your body right you lose touch with Mm -hmm. you know how you feel and loving yourself sometimes and you know a lot of hormonal changes too but whenever you went through your journey to find what worked for you. What is some good advice you could give to someone right now that's also suffering from maybe 
trying to figure out or find their way to finally love themselves when it comes down to their body and health? Um, you're worth it. You know, you're worth the time to put into something, you know, experiment, just do something though. You know, something is better than nothing and, mm-hmm. and find something that's enjoyable, something that will be sustainable for you. You know, um, if you are absolutely miserable at what you're doing, you're not going to want to do it. You know, you're not going to want to stick to it. So you got to find something that kind of makes you let that badass out. That's just in, you know, that's in uh, what's the word? I can't think of the word. Um, it's just on, it's just it. waiting there. I, I'll get it like when this is all over. But um, ah. <laughs> let let that badass out, you know, mm-hmm. let her let her fly, you know it the movement movement is medicine you know it'll help you feel better Mm -hmm. you know it's tough being a mom kids are relentless i mean they're awesome they're the most amazing thing ever but they're exhausting and they're needy and they will work you over so Uh you work yourself over give our bodies crave the movement you know they were made to move so let it move you know regardless of what it is just Find something you love and stick with it. Beautiful. You know? Yeah. No, so. absolutely. I tell people all the time, you know, you you have your body has joints. Your body has different things for you to function in life. So your body desires movement. So you should go out mm-hmm. there and move, you know? And yep. fit, fitness is it can be anything. Literally anything. If you like to go golf, that's fitness. You're moving. If you like to walk and you got dogs and you like to go to the park, then like that's movement, you know? Go go do something that moves you. But I lo- exactly your explanation was beautiful perfect and you're worth it uh, absolutely yeah that's amazing dormancy that's the word dormancy <laughs> there you go hey if mega mom fit says it it's got to be true man you got to do it yes let that badass out of dormancy <laughs> there you so. go you know what whenever you were kind of trying to get it out and i was like maybe she means dormant but i don't i'm not even sure like I, no I you're fine <laughs> that is that did not go through your head <laughs> just kidding i am lying actually 100 no just kidding <laughs> so funny quick behind the scenes real quick megan's been holding her phone the whole time we've been doing this interview <laughs> so i wonder do, how's your it's arm ch- <laughs> fine it's fine come on i got endurance i got crazy muscle endurance that's it's something a, that alexia it's will a 300 give. burpees that's what it is it's a 300 burpees <laughs> You know, that's hold great. the phone for an hour. That's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> the workout for I today. can hold it for five hours and I wouldn't start shaking. <laughs> oh my gosh. Incredible. Um, well, everyone, thanks so much for tuning in. If you, you know, made it this far for sure. If you want to go ahead and give Megan some love, we'll put her links and stuff in the show notes. So you can be quick, click and go. Uh, but other than that, thank you all for tuning in so much. If you know someone else that can grab value from this episode, all we ask is you simply share it to your best friend, your gym buddy, mom, dad, cousin, uncle, someone. The more people we get to listen into these episodes, the more lives we can all change together. And that's all we're trying to do is we're trying to help people, inspire them to believe in themselves. But another amazing episode here, your host, Coach Matt, an amazing guest speaker, Megan Deal. And as <laughs> usual, y'all, get out there, train hard, live strong. Peace. You just finished another amazing episode on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. If you have grabbed any sort of value from this episode, all we ask is you simply share it out to your Instagram story, Snapchat, send it to your best friend. If you want to know when the next amazing episode of guest speakers are coming on the show, 
Make sure to check out our website, trainhardlifton.com. And also, if you want to see the sickest apparel, go ahead and check out athleticbeings.com. We'll see you all in the next episode. Coach Matt, peace. <laughs>